0: Hello, it's Sam here from Marty Meanders with Sally and Sam, and this is just a little August mini-meander. Sally and I are on a little bit of a summer break at the moment, although you could be forgiven for forgetting that it's actually summer out there, but... um, Anyway, I hope those of you who can find some sunshine have found it and you're enjoying a little bit of a a well-deserved, well-earned break. Um, But today, I just wanted to give you something, well, share a a bit of an experience I've had with you, actually, about um, email, email marketing. And um, I suppose email marketing stroke business development stroke um, a total waste of time, perhaps? Um, I had an email earlier on today which was a chaser. So it's was from, from a company, or actually from an individual, because they, they've written it in a way to appear that it's come from an individual who's wanting to talk to me about an important subject. And the subject happens to be um, enhancement of my website, and website user journey experience enhancement for my audience, for my users of my website. So the problem was that this email, it did make me actually open it, because I, I quite I get a lot of these emails from people approaching me for various services they want to provide um, to me and my business. And I thought, well, I'll have a look at it because I I like having a look at these. I mean, sometimes they can be genuinely of interest, but um, 99 times out of 100, they aren't. Um, But I I like to just see, well, what are people doing? How are they trying to um, get me to respond? The problem with this one straight away was the fact that it was actually a chaser email. It was a second email from the first one, which had been received, um, I can't see when, but potentially a couple of weeks ago. Um, I've actually just got back from holiday myself so I wouldn't have read it anyway Um, and it basically was and the tone was actually slightly terse and it was saying that uh, this person would appreciate if I read their first email and actually provided an insightful response and reply to them Um, they thought that it was came across very much they were a bit put out that I hadn't actually replied on this important email which they'd sent to me and um so therefore that that immediately sort of put me off them, um, apart from the fact that I could see it was one of these uh, mass email automated campaigns and I wasn't going to reply anyway necessarily. But I decided to have a look at the first email just to see what that was talking about. And then I immediately saw in the first paragraph that this person was offering uh, website design enhancement to the construction industry. He and his company—they specialize in the construction industry, apparently—and um, enhancing their website. So clearly, this would be of interest to me. I think were actually the the, the words that uh, were used, and uh, the fact that my email address, which was used um, in this this campaign, had Sam at AmiableMarketing.co.uk, um, did make me think. Well, hang on a second. That's actually—it's pretty obvious in the title that I, I don't work for a construction company. And therefore, I've obviously been included by some algorithm, some actual um, targeting of some sort, loose targeting to to ap- appeal to me and people like me to try and get me interested in, in website um, design and reconstruction, I suppose. And it made me start to think, I suppose, about these sorts of campaigns. I mean, we've probably all come across them. We get these sort of emails all the time. But it does make you think about your own experiences you know whether you've been offered these services where people have said well you can email a, a mass net of people and it does make me think about a sort of a, a mass trawler fishing sort of analogy a huge trawler net which is sort of you know five or six miles across or something and it it's sweeping up everything before its path um into this huge net instead of catching the uh the tuna or the or the the, the cod or whatever it might be that's supposed to be captured it captures everything and then you get all these spurious emails which are untargeted going to the wrong sorts of people which clearly is going to do something for um, having a negative effect upon your brand and also a negative effect on, on your reputation perhaps as an individual as well but clearly these sorts of services where people are offered a mass email campaign automated you just st- stack them high sell them cheap kind of approach it's clearly though those are still happening out there and, and lots of people are using them. And it's it's interesting, though, because if you look at the way in which this one was done, not only has it, it mistargeted me or got, got, got bad targeting in terms of its, its list, um, lead list, it's also got um, a rather poorly written email. That the, the sort of the slightly terse tone of this second email, this follow up, is going to do nothing for making me... Um, consider even consider getting back in touch with this person of course the fact that it's not correct anyway is the biggest problem but even if I was the right target audience it's very likely that I'd want to reply to this person so there are some I say best practices I don't know can you have best practice for something which I think is bad practice overall anyway um and I suppose I'm just interested to know whether people out there have perhaps either used this sort of thing themselves or been exposed to it been offered it what they think about it um and also thinking about, well, if you do the opposite, which I prefer, which is far more um, closely and carefully considered targeting, where you're actually trying to get in touch with someone who you genuinely think is going to be interested with your service offering or your product. Um, clearly, that's a lot more um, time-heavy. Um, you, you've actually got to work on, a, on a, an effective message. And I think one of the most important things, Bring it back to another analogy is around, if you could imagine, a hall full of 500 people at a networking event, a sort of general networking event. If you went there with 500 or 499, I should say, business cards in your pocket and your express intent was to give them out to 499 individuals or as many as you possibly could... um, would that be an effective tactic for you to develop new business and get new decent contacts and leads? You're going to spend so much time just trying to go out there handing out your business cards and blitzing people and pushing them in their face and saying, right, this is me, this is what I do, call me, which is effectively what these emails are doing. Um, It's clearly not going to be an effective um, tactic, really. I mean, you could go out to uh, those 499 people and, I don't know, maybe by sheer luck, you get one person who might get on board. But if your follow-up conversation with them is also poorly, or your follow-up chaser with them is poorly constructed, then you're not going to get very far. But if you actually say, well, naturally, there's only 10 people at this event who are really right for me in terms of uh, a reciprocal sort of um, mutually beneficial relationship or something where I can sell them something. So I'm going to try and get some conversations with them. And then in the best marketing slash bd approach you want to offer them something you know you want to help reveal value for them you want to help ask questions about them you want to help reveal their challenges and their issues and how they might align with a solution that you have available Um, you've got to offer something you've got to add some value you've got to either add some value or expose and Demonstrate how some value can be found for that person rather than going and saying this is what I do this is why it's great call me um, so if you think about it in terms of that analogy the way in which you're going out and actually trying to develop business should be far more towards this tailored and targeted approach which is not easy and it takes time um, there's clearly always going to be that well, if I can go out and it doesn't cost me very much money to 10,000 people and I can get 10 replies, fine, that might be the way you want to do things. But I think most of us probably wouldn't find that as attractive and appealing, particularly if we're trying to build a reputation. And in addition, it does make me think, well, that approach, I presume, I mean, I'm mean, i going to have to find some stats on it, but I think that must have diminishing returns over time. I mean, like any of these things with, you know, junk direct mail you might get Um, I mean clearly people still do do that so there must be some reply and response but in terms of these sorts of email campaigns where you're utilizing you know AI or some other automated system to send out as many emails as possible to some sort of loosely targeted list how what sort of response and engagement rate are you getting I mean perhaps you know a few years ago you might go out to ten thousand people to get ten responses. Maybe now you're having to go out to a hundred thousand people to get ten responses, so the actual returns are diminishing but then equally, perhaps with a i with with other um sophisticated um learning algorithms, maybe this sort of stuff is is enabling people to to get better engagement rates potentially, but there's a cost, not just a direct cost in terms of buying that service and that software from someone but I think there is a reputational cost as well um, maybe a lot of companies don't think that's a problem they're not worried about that because they' just they'd far rather get the sales and actually if they can get the sales that's worth more to them than the potential future business that they might miss out on because people don't think very highly of them potentially but I would say if you are doing something like that and utilizing a service like that um, you just need to be careful that the the, the the way in which you do it is done where, you know, you can still provide value potentially. You can still do something where you're providing value and you're, you're transparent and open and honest and, you know, and, and of course you've put in enough effort to get a decent amount of targeting in there. If you're targeting people who are completely spurious, completely outside of your um, target audience, then you're going to run into trouble straight away, of course, um, and that's a real issue, so... I think there are ways in which this can be done in a a more um not just sensitive but a, a a more effective way. Um I certainly wouldn't advise doing it. It's not the kind of thing that I um have ever really wanted to do or be involved in myself. Sometimes though of course no matter how good our targeting is we're going to hit people who are not right with a message which which we think is right for them but it's not that's just going to happen because it just does happen no matter how good your targeting might be um there will be people who are not right but then as i say this second piece about the personality the um the approach that the wording the tone of voice you're putting across as with the networking example if someone runs up to me at a networking event and says right here's my card call me you're going to miss out otherwise check you later, and then runs off, I'm probably less inclined to do anything with them compared to somebody who comes up to me and says, well, hello, yes, I was just wondering, asking me a few questions, finding out a bit about me, perhaps offering me some interesting insights on a survey or something else that might be useful. Um, That's the kind of thing that you need to help you feel more positive about that person and potentially, if they are the right match, actually getting in touch. So anyway... I've gone on about a whole list of things which have been inspired from this single email which I received and I'm not going to reply to. So I don't know, maybe that's of interest to some of you and hopefully um, you might have some thoughts on it yourselves, whether you've been someone who's regularly targeted by these sorts of campaigns, what do you think about them? Um, are you somebody who's perhaps had to do this in the past or is or considering something like this or is thinking, well, no, no, every single time I go to start... Um, developing new leads and business development opportunities it's always the highly targeted approach Um, let me know about it see what you think Um, please do get in touch Um, it's the email is meanderspod or one word at gmail.com or you can message us uh, on our social channels as well and just a little update, I suppose, about Marketing Meanders. We're going to come back with a nice little mini-series in the autumn, um, which is going to be focusing on the whole proposition set-up and the way in which you start a business. And so we're going to be getting some expert speakers to interview, and they're going to be talking to us about all sorts of different areas in terms of proposition development, budgets, copywriting, website setup you name it. We're going to be trying to cover the whole gamut of setting up a new business and a new offering a new proposition and tell it from different people's perspective different experts so hopefully that'll be a really interesting little mini-series coming up in the autumn um so it's going to be september october november we might even even out till christmas we'll have to see but um sally and i will be back again very soon uh with that mini-series and we hope that you are having a nice summer And hopefully some decent summer holidays, even though the weather in the UK has been pretty appalling. Maybe you've got away, maybe you're somewhere else in the world and and, uh, the weather is lovely and you're having a lovely time. Please do get in touch. Let us know what you think about any of the thoughts today. And uh, yeah, we'll see you all again very soon. Thanks very much. Take care. Bye for now.